You're listening to Sunday Funday. I'm your host Shauna and on this podcast I talk about anything and who knows what that will be and sometimes I interview some people so make sure you listen and thank you for listening to this episode but anyways don't forget to subscribe, review, rate and share my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hello and you are very welcome to episode 107 of Sunday Funday and um, you're very welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Shauna and coming up in this week's podcast is the last time you'll ever hear a throwback episode from me. All back to normal next week but sure look, nothing we can do about it. Uh, but yeah, as I said, throwback episode and if you want to follow the podcast or see more content from me, follow me, social media Doll 26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Facebook is at Sunday Funday. And if you want to email the podcast, you can email Podcast at yahoo.com. But any longer, let's just get straight into this week's podcast. So I have waited all week to do this segment of this podcast. So I'm going to get straight into it because I had such a great time at the two Johnny's three arena show and um, I was so excited at the start of the day like I like my plan was because like I had school and I was like I always burn myself out with school like I know it's not a good thing but I just can't sit myself down and take an hour out a night to relax so I was obviously wrecked tired and yeah and I was trying to focus on schoolwork and like to get it done felt like impossible because I was just so excited and like everything would distract me like keeping like the time on the clock or anything like that like the only way I got my business homework done was to sit down and catch up on the last podcast I'd listened to for the two giants just to be caught up on it because I hate I'm that person right I just can't go to the two giants podcast without being caught up like I'll feel bad even though it probably doesn't matter but like what happens if they like mention something from last week's podcast that I didn't listen to like you know I'm thinking like that so I have to be fully caught up but I was hoping to sleep in a small bit as I said because school makes me tired but I fell miserably at that one I woke up Saturday morning I say it must be like eight o'clock I was like did I seriously wake up but this time I was hoping the earliest I'd wake up would be 10 but no eight o'clock like that is early for Saturday usually on a weekend I'll sleep in to maybe be about half 11 12 o'clock if I'm lucky like I don't know since I started working during the summer I was like I just can't sleep in like I used to like I'd chill out like lay on my bed for most of the day like sometimes but I could never fall back asleep once I'm awake kind of thing so obviously I was awake from like eight o'clock but luckily I did fall back asleep for like half an hour until like mommy had like people in doing a bit of housework I was like great now there's like noise coming from downstairs but it was fine because like whatever it is when it comes to two giants like I could be wrecked tired but I'll still be very energetic like there's so much energy in my body I'm like how do I have this much much energy when I'm tired if I had this much energy for school I'd be flying it but no it never works out that way um but like the moment to leave the house, I felt like it took forever. Like, as I said, I was up early and I got ready early, all that kind of stuff. And then I was left like two, like three or about three hours maybe waiting until I was about to leave. And the urge to just 
the excitement was building and the, two, the podcast listened to her and I was like all ready to go or whatever I just could not focus myself to sit down and do like my English essays or something but it was fine you know I was fine I got them done Sunday anyways but the excitement I was just so hyped up for it and I was like trying not to, st- to go on my phone too much because I didn't want to take like like obviously be on off the charger and didn't want the battery to go down too much. So I was like I was just like I don't know, I was just so excited and I was, I was just like trying to find things to do around the house. I was like, Mammy, can I walk up to the shop or something? She's like, Go on, get ham and but bread for the lunch or something. It's like, fine, let's let's go. Um But when I was walking to the shop, I was just like I was walking the footpath, I was like, nearly slid, I was like, Shauna, now is at the moment to break an arm or a leg. And so I was like, you know what, I'm walking on the roads, not slippy. But jeez, the ice this week has been like her, like horrendous. Like it's been terrible. Like to everyone out there, just be careful. Just be careful on slippery ice. But yeah, I was so excited and the build up going. And like when we we're going, we walk, we drove by um, Wheelands, and I just remember because obviously it's too young to go to the two giants gigs when they're doing at Wheelands. I'm like, that's such a small place, and now they're doing the two arenas. I was like. These lads are just flying it. Like, these lads are phenomenal. But, yeah. Um, then we arrived at the place. We were early. Um, count, like, we said we'd leave early counting the icy rolls and all. Because people on the Two Johnny's Facebook group was like, Oh, I'd be careful. Such, such places that can be a bit icy. So I was like, to my uncle, I was like, Right, we're leaving a bit early than we should. Because we can't trust these icy roads. Um, we're like, fine, yeah, grand. Also, then we arrived to the Point Car Park, which is in the tree tree, tree arena because we had the car park booked, and um, this is like crazy because like as people know, I really want to work in radio. This is one thing I've said nearly every week on this podcast. This one thing I'm working for is to be full time on radio, and I'm gonna take this as like something to manifest by because. We got there and we parked beside Tip FM. Now everyone knows I want to live in Tip, and I also want to work in radio. Mix the two together, that's that could be a sign. That could be a sign. And then, right, speaking about that being a sign, I then the day after, day or two after the arena, I saw that Tip FM was like, "Oh, if you have any like fundraising events you're doing, email." Blah blah. blah. I was like, "You know what? I'm doing that." I emailed. And they're like, oh yeah, we should share your fundraiser on Tip FM. So if anyone's heard about my live stream fundraiser on Tip FM, please let me know because like I I really want to like see. But yeah, that when I heard that, I was like, when I saw that email, I was like, oh my gosh, like I was completely shocked. And then they're like, okay, we'll see if we can get you on. So hopefully, I get on to Tip FM as well. Like this week, like that happened in a week after seeing that car. I'm like. What else could happen in the future? So it's either going to be tip or tip FM or beat to happen in the future. So I'm keeping my eye out um to anyone retiring or anything, but you know, like those things I just manifest and hope hope for the best. But like to see that just makes me so excited for the future, if you get me. So I was delighted when I saw that car and I was like I opened the door because, like, obviously when we parked, I didn't see the logo. And I woke up, woke up, what? I opened the door and I was like, 
what on earth? We're parked beside Tip FM. Like, I got so excited over a car. Like, um, but yeah, that was the Tip FM car. I got really excited. And then we went to queue up and it was what, like, it was freezing. As I said, and if you've been living under a rock, it's been freezing cold in Ireland over the last week. Um, and so it was freezing outside. And now I have a cold, if you couldn't tell. And also from the shouting the other night, I have I've been stuffed up, not the greatest thing, sore throat. Yeah, we we'll move on. Uh but waiting out in the freezing cold was well worth it because this show was absolutely amazing. Um the supporting acts we had Tracy Clifford, she was fabulous. Like I love Tracy. It was the second time me seeing her this year. Um obviously the first time I saw her was in the Helix in DCU for the Ultimate Irish Playlist and she was presenting it there and then she was also doing DJ at the Two Giants gig which was absolutely unbelievable because Tracy is amazing and I listen to her show whenever I get a chance on 2FM as well because she's from 12 to 3 and obviously dur- during those times I'm in school but whenever I do get the chance like days off like next Thursday and Friday I'm in school and I'll be listening to Tracy so yeah, like Tracy's game panic on tip, oh tip FM two FM, um, it's just like so much great crack. Like, we, like we've often listened to it in Mam's car as well. I'll be like, right, Mam, let's turn on t- Tracy Clifford. She's usually real good, and we listen to it, and we be playing the game in the car as well. So it'd be so much good crack. Uh, so Tracy, you're amazing, and. Of course, I forgot to write the comedian slash singer that was at the start, the second supporting act, onto my notes. Of course, I did. But he was hilarious. Um, he pulled people up on stage and they made him like, say things out to like 10,000 people uh, saying, oh, um, what's been your, like, what's something about your love life or what's something that you and someone else don't get along with? And people would say stuff that, like, you know, probably wouldn't go down well in the crowd. And then there was someone that was like, oh, yeah, me and my friend, we have a Johnny each kind of thing. And they're like, oh, I like Johnny B, I like Johnny Sachs, blah, blah, blah. And the friend was in the audience. So I'd be like, I would love if the two guys walked out, like, when they came out. I was like, right, who was that one that said blah, 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 and their friend? <laughs> like, that would be funny, but no. Uh, that didn't happen. But it's like, could you imagine, like, what was going, in, uh, going on in the lads' heads or whatever? But, yeah, that was the supporting acts. Um and then we got the two Johnnies, they came on. Um also a weird thing about me, right? I often go to the two Johnnies for the last couple of times, I'd be like be predicting songs that they could sing or whatever, I'll be like, okay, they could sing this or this could happen, etc. And this got a bit crazy come um Saturday night, so I was like it was I forget what song was playing before we got the world, but when the song was coming to an end, I was like, okay, they'll probably play We Got the World next and the lads will come on because it was coming up to eight o'clock. And next minute, just as the other song ended, We Got the World started, I was like, what on earth did I just do? And I've been doing this all week with the radios as well. Like, even today, right? I'm, I know I'm getting off topic, but I was like, oh God, I should probably add a few songs where I'm like, the show last week onto my playlist the one I mentioned on, earlier on in the podcast and then I'll be like I haven't really listened to her song since the Tree Arena and I'll be like if it came on the radio it'll probably give me Tree Arena vibes went down to the kitchen because I was kind of hungry 
And then I was like, then I the Tiger, the song that they kind of played for like Sweet Caroline, that came on the radio. I was like, what is going on here? Um, but yeah. And then there was All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. She came on southeast before two giants like aren't two fm during the week i was like wouldn't be class now if the two giants play that i might request it later on i never even requested it like because i just didn't bother and uh, because like obviously request songs from half five so i was like oh it's probably too early it was the first christmas song they played on the show the other day and i was like what on earth am i doing here like, how is this possible? Like, I was so confused on how I was predicting so many things this week. And that wasn't even at the Two Johnnies. There's still another thing from the Two Johnnies, but we'll move on to that in a couple of minutes. Um, But, I, like, as I said, I predicted a good few songs they were going to sing. Also, um, Band-Aid, one of the songs. I really like that Christmas song, and they sang it, like, a couple of times. Two Johnnies would be like, God, it would be nice now to play that tree arena. They sang that song as well. Like, how could one person predict so many things to happen at one show? And, like, I'm only one person. I'm not even a fortune teller. So, if the podcast fails, I might just go predicting things. Because that seems to be the thing that I'm doing all week. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of my conspiracy theories from my brain. But, yeah. Um, the weird thing is, I didn't have dreams this time. But I still predicted things as they went on like i never sat down i was like oh god what's actually going to happen on the arena this week i never actually thought of what's going to happen but it was more so on the spot if you get me um but yeah that was it and then the entrance was absolutely amazing they had they featured Gujon, and it was just incredible um i just can't complain it was so like it was like i have tiger and then it was sweet caroline you're singing and then the last come on says so it's falling. Like, I was singing the whole night, and that's why I was so troll as well this week, as well as the cold. But, anyways, um, yeah, the entrance was amazing. Uh, then Danny from the Coronas came on, and Snacks is doing his, doing his impression of the Coronas, and he sang Grace. It was so good as well. Um, it was really enjoyable. And everyone's singing along with it as well. Like, it just shows, like, how Irish we are when it comes to these things because like they be all Irish songs and everyone's just belting their like hearts out like their so their lungs are probably like like looking for air or something the way they're we're just singing at the top of them but it's just Ireland we just love our culture um and also and also uh, from the Coronasters a mixture of Westlife Rich Kavna and Aim Fukalela. Everyone belted that out as well. Like it was just, you could just see the Irish in the room, um. And also speaking about the Irish in the room, um, during the show it was the quarter final in the World Cup where France was playing against England, and obviously France won. And then after half time, two giants came on. It's like Smacks came on. It's like do you all want good news? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, France. No, so Smacks is like, it's not coming home. And everyone just got up out of season roar they're like the the oh, oh, the oh ole 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 just started and you can see that video video on my tiktok but the the pure irish in the room was just so like obvious and i like it like i love our our country our culture i just love how we re, we react to things and how we party so up the irish is all i say 
And then Padraig Cowley came on. He's singing. You might see him on TikTok. He sings with his mouth. And he came on. He did the singing with... I don't know how you call it, but then he also sang the Wild Rover. And everyone just sang to their hearts out to that song as well. He's like, right, we need your help singing. There was not bother to anyone singing. Like, well, maybe it's because it's like people were like half drunk as well. I'd say a lot of people were, uh, but it was amazing. And then the Giants also showed a video of Kaylee Trape, our trap. I apologize if I mispronounced her name, uh, but she does the voiceovers on TikTok. If you haven't seen her, she's amazing. Like her voiceovers, I just love watching them. Uh, but she was brilliant, and she had like the video that lads had her video up on the screen and it was just it was just amazing and like even with more uh lads Noel it was just hilarious I loved this so fair play to anyone the guests everyone and also there was a bit of catfish going on if you know you know but yeah we'll leave that for another day um but yeah then after the show um I met Sean Carl and Kim Costa hello and uh, if you don't know, they're both on TikTok. Um, they're also previous guests on the podcast. You can check Sean's out on episode 15 and Kino was on episode 25. If you haven't checked them out, you can go back and listen to them. Um, and then my uncle, and then, right, every time, last two shows in the Trina, the male that came with us, they just missed I on meeting, meeting anyone, let's just say. Um, my mum's friend the last time missed out on meeting Neil and like, you know, you know the, the drill. And anytime that happened, he missed out. I was like, wow, you just missed it like three times, man. Like that was like mum's friend, you know. And But yeah, he came with us. Yeah, that was it. And then, and then, right, my uncle went to get an old news hat because he thought it looked class like everyone was getting them. And... In the meantime, I saw Lauren and I just went over and I got a picture and all and I met her. I was like, do you remember the lads mentioned Lauren Guilfoyle during the show? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm after meeting her. He goes, what? <laughs> like, it always happens. So it's always great, though, to meet people online that you like people, you know, from online in person, if you get me. Like, that's the second time after meeting Sean Carroll and then like I'm friends with Kino and Lauren on TikTok as well. It's kind of, it's like you see them on the internet or whatever, but then seeing them in person, it's like, oh, hi. It's like, oh, they're always friendly as well. So it's always nice meeting people from online. Um, But yeah, uh, trying to read the notes now. So I'm after like going back and forth with it. Um, also, leaving the show, anytime leaving the two giant show, it's always the worst part. Like, I hate the, the ending of the show because it's over and I'm after having so much fun. And Two Johnnies is always my happy place. Like, as I said in the beginning, like, there was a photo that's sent at me at the Wexford gig. And the big smile on my face just shows how much I love the Two Johnnies. And, yeah, you can just see it's a happy smile. Because, like, if there's a photo that was taken of me in school, you can just know the smile is fake. I'm not really enjoying it. Um, but the smile that I had at the show in Wexford is like so real as like it's just pure happiness behind their smile otherwise like as I said in school it's probably not happiness I've perhaps something is probably after happening or you wouldn't know I'd be like I was just faking the smile so 
it's just amazing how the two giants put a smile on my face. No matter if it's a show, their music, the comedy, the podcast, anything. They always put a smile on my face. So that's why I love the two Johnnies. There's always a genuine smile behind it. So yeah, that's all. that was the tree arena and I really enjoyed it. If you couldn't tell by the tone of my voice, I loved it. Even though my voice is still half gone from the other night. But we'll move on and it's well worth it because... It was always the enjoyment that comes out after and yeah, I just loved it and yeah, if you want to see any of the clips from the other night, you can draw my Instagram and TikTok, Seanadal26. I'm also on t- Twitter, Seanadal26. Make sure you keep following because there's lots of things coming up over the next couple of weeks. Um, Facebook, that's on the fun day and if you have anything you want to get in t- contact with, if you have any photos of me that I don't know exist, you can email Sunday fun day podcast at yahoo.com so as much as i'm excited for 2023 to begin 2022 has also been a great year for me in terms of the podcast just enjoying my life so much so i'm just going to talk about and look back on it kind of thing on this week's podcast because it's just a way to celebrate another year of life, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm going to start off with the podcast, of course. It's been the best year, I think, in terms of podcasts. I was saying that last year was only like, what, seven months-ish, I want to say. Well, from May onwards, so however much that is. Um, so obviously, it's been a great year this year. Had a full year at it. No weeks missed at all. So a solid 52 episodes. Um. And the growth this year has been amazing. And the support. The support from the podcast. Oh, it's just been amazing. And even the support, the support again, the podcast and social media has been amazing. Yes, there may be like hate or whatever. And obviously my comments for friends only on, on TikTok at the moment. Um, But it just shows the support I have from people on platforms because... When I was finished alive and when I was getting horrendous hate, there was people checking up on me. There was people checking up on me after getting hate fate. To those people and people out there in general, you are so kind. Um I just want to say thank you all for your love and support throughout the year. Um but yeah, let's just not try not to get too sappy on this podcast. Uh we'll leave that for episode one hundred. Um But yeah, as for episode thirty five, my god, that has shocked me. I didn't. I recorded that episode thinking, oh, people are probably going to think this is cringe or people aren't going to like it. I wasn't confident about that episode. Everything just went and flipped the table upside down because that was the biggest episode and has been at number one since like, it blew up. And that's all because of TikTok. So TikTok, if you'd like to blow up more of my videos like that and get the podcast numbers out there, Please do that more in 2023. Thank you very much. Um, But yeah, episode 35, like, it was an episode, like, I never thought would be my biggest, biggest episode as of yet. But um, it makes me interested on how, like, the future episodes of this year will go. Um, So it's going to be interesting. Um, And then as for interviews with guests, as I always say on this podcast, every time I interview a guest or chat to someone, there's always memories from each episode, from each like guest and all. So like interviewing the people I interviewed this year has been incredible. So thank you to any of my guests that came on the podcast. 
it has been amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. And yeah, here's um a cheers to. 2023, I know there's going to be so much more good episodes coming out this year. I have a good few, like, lined up. So, it's going to be very exciting if you ask me. But yeah, that's for the podcast at the moment. Um, thank you all for the support, as I said, in 2022. Um, and then, how could I not mention 2022 and not say anything about Sue Johnny's? Like, I, was, I always, like, I'm the person that I have to try and remember how many times I actually did something. But this year I've seen the two Johnnies like five times in person. Um like I only one photo that was five times, but it was still getting to see the lads and it's been amazing because that's the thing I say that even if I didn't get two giants on the podcast, once I saw the lads, I was living my best life. And obviously I saw them in the tree arena in, in May for the first time this year. And um, that has been amazing. And that show was just, I just loved the show. And the memories from each show has just been amazing. Because obviously the day before the True, the True Arena show, actually, I can't believe I forgot to put that in my notes. The day before the True Arena show in May, I got my tattoo, my butterfly for my dad and all. So like, and then if people have got tattoos and like, I know mine isn't like large, but like there's obviously a good bit of like, ink and all and it's like healing and all so obviously it was tender so like like when I'm at the two giants I'm like getting up and like dancing and all but because my arm was so stiff and like felt like heavy and unusual with the tattoo I was like like trying to move it like how a robot might, might, might move their arms like doing was like small movements at a time so so that was quite funny now that I look back on it but it's just a great memory that I have as well so that was the first time I saw the two Johnnies. And then the second time was at Harlem for Cancer. I got the two photos, which I'm looking at right now. They're on my wall and they look amazing. I'll talk more about uh, Harlem for Cancer in a few moments because that was a great day. That was like I loved that day so much. And then that same week, so I was at Harlem for Cancer on the Tuesday. Then that Sunday, I was at the show in the Arena. That week was my most favourite week of this year. Like that week in August it was just I don't know how to describe it but it was amazing so yeah that's the word I used to describe it probably but probably more than amazing um and then a few weeks after that it was at the, the then there was the plowing I got to and even at that I got my tickets to go to school and I was like even if I don't go like see anything there's gonna be something I might meet people so that's the reason why I went is just to meet people and all and um then if you like that week at two giants said they're going I was like thank god I agreed to go to school um because like when I was trying to get tickets I was like in two minds should I go and should I not and then I saw Seamus Moore someone was at even though I didn't get to see Seamus Moore could not see him because anytime I went near the stall he was not there um but yeah um but yeah, the, the plan was different because I went around on my own because the reason why I didn't want to be dragged around or anything. Um, but yeah, it was great nonetheless. And obviously, obviously at the plow match, I picked up my podcast jersey. So what is there not to love about that? Um, also, I'm surprised I didn't add that. Oh, I did actually add it. Never mind. We'll move on. Um, then the tree arena in December, three weeks ago, which is kind of crazy. And that was a great day as well. So... It's been a great year for the two Johnnies. I can't see, can't wait to see what the two Johnnies do in twenty twenty three. Obviously, like 
we know what happened in February, if you know, you know. Um, the day that happened was my dad's birthday. And as emotional as I was, when the two giants weren't on the radio that day, as bad as I can control my emotions, I was just not great that day. It was just like a lazy day in the middle of February. Thank God it was during midterm though. Um, and then as for school, um, nothing too exciting happened. As I said, the plowing. Um, that was a great day, especially when I made the decision to go around on my own. Because I just got to do whatever I want. Um, and then I was do- I'm doing good on exams as well, so I can't really complain too much about that. And again, I'm still making stories and memories, which we all were in years to come. But for the podcast, like as I said, I'm going to do a few episodes on school come later on in the year. And then obviously in a few years time when I'm ra- on radio, as Laura Fox said back on episode 70, Making like memories and getting experiences now, it's going to help so much in the radio, having stories to tell and content. So it's all going to work out in the end, even though school is not my favourite place on this planet. As I said, like a couple of times on this podcast, um, but it's still like helping me out for the future. So it's all good in the end. Um, then another thing that happened this year was a brand new chapter of my life. Um, which was moving into the new house and as I sit in my brand new room realising um, the first podcast I would recorded would be like no I only recorded one podcast in this house at 17 which is kind of weird and how it worked out but it's so nice as well and as I sit down in my room I just love it like I decorated it all nice for Christmas you would see it live I just love it and the way I and I'm after getting like shelves and everything up. It just feels like more at home. And I just love my new room. I just love it. And even with the new house, we're close to family members. And it's so nice being close to them. And even the other night on the live, um, there was a good bit of hate. And majority of my cousins were on it. And I can say one thing to my cousins and a few other moderators that was on the chat. You are all amazing because without you... Um, like throughout the end when I was like I was on live and like Sean and King Costello was on and the two of them and then there was like a good bit of hate coming in and then my cousins and a few other people are just like muting every single bit of hate so as I and then I said to my mom mom I really do love our cousins they're like we could not ask for better cousins if you get me so so nice being close to family members even though one of them was like um very far away, but we won't say anything more than that. But yeah, it's so nice being close to family members. Um, and then as for opportunities, there's the, Ar- the Ultimate Irish playlist, which was so deadly to see like how TV is made and to see, like sit down and see how it was like made and get the experience of it. It's just like setting me up for the future as well. So that was like really great. And then the picture... Um, from the two Johnnies show in Wexford it's weird right because like if I didn't post on social media and my face wasn't out there on the internet like could that photographer know it was me um, would I ever got that photo so like that's like an opportunity that have happened because of the podcast because obviously it was sent to the podcast email so like I just love that photo and it was at my favourite one of my favourite places doing my favourite thing and the smile on my face was just was just so genuine. And I even said it on the podcast over the last couple of weeks. Like, if that was a school photo, it would probably be fake. Like, if it was a, a picture took in school, 
it would have been so fake. It's like, I think it was before wars there, something recently, and there's pictures being took. Um, and the, and the smile I had, I just knew it was like, was not real. Um, but yeah, it's just so nice how um things happen and how people can recognize you off the internet. And like, even at that, like, I'm going to skip a few these notes, but come back to it. But even meeting people from TikTok or people recognizing me from TikTok, like, obviously, I got to say, me, Sean, Carl, and King Costello, like, t- three weeks ago now. And um, then people would recognize me off TikTok. Like, I didn't think people would recognize me off TikTok, considering it's there's only like three and a half thousand on it at the moment. But, like, the people that came up to me, they've been so nice. And even if it was either for Cancer or the, like, Crow Park or even the stairs in Dunn Stores and Escort, I thought that was madness. Like, only, like, no length away from me. So, like, that was crazy, to be honest with you. But, yeah, so nice meeting people that is on the internet, especially people that you talk to, like, every so often then you meet them face-to-face in person. It just feels like... It's just nice meeting people and then you're chatting in person. Like, and it was always unexpected as well. So that's one thing I really did enjoy. And obviously, uh, Lauren Whelan also met her during the year as well. And then also, um, I got to meet Marty Moon at the Plowing Match, which was great because the first time I met Marty Moon was 2019 at the Plowing Match again in Carlo. And that time, I would no podcast. I was very self-cautious of myself. Like, I've... I was after being kind of annoyed that day. I didn't get to do a whole lot. I was after texting my mum, Mum, where are you? Are you here? still here at the match? And she's like, yeah. Then I walked around and got a picture with Marty Moon. It was the best day ever. Um, But then, move forward three years, I started a podcast. I was after interviewing Marty Moon. It was just different. Like, the first time Marty Moon wouldn't have known me. But the second time, Marty Moon had known me because of the podcast. Which is, it, which is lovely. And so, it was one thing I'd always, like, remember I'd say and then also in 2022 we celebrated episode 52 that's a lot of twos I'm after saying and um, but it was like like it was amazing like, I got the buns made and the day I ordered the buns it's just after coming back to me now it was a day I had to finish I was finished school and my mom and my sister did go do a few things and so I was like yeah man be fine I have a few things I need to get done about Claudia anyways and so I went to Sugar and Spice. I got like an apple tart with custard because that's my favourite thing. With a hot chocolate, two of my favourite things ever. And then I also ordered the buns with the podcast logo. And then the sa- obviously the Saturday I picked them up. And then that's then once I was done, I went down to Mr. Price and I got the candles. And I was like, right, pricing how much the balloons would cost that day. And then I made a decision what I was going to do. And then I got it all set up on the day, like, Setting up that day was just, it was just incredible. And it was so nice to celebrate 52 episodes of Sunday Funday with people on TikTok and going live with it. It was, it was just so nice to celebrate like, like small, small milestones like that. So to people that have been following me, as I said, I'm so appreciative of you all. And then a few months after that, we, I got my podcast jersey like in August like in July I got people to send in their orders. By August I had the orders sent in. And by the pound match I got the jersey. So like the day of my birthday I could wear the jersey. And it was so... It just felt amazing. Because like as I said at the start of the year. I'd love to start my merch of last year obviously. And then 
few months later, I got my merch. And then it was so nice, like, nice. Because my mom was like, oh, get a few jerseys for your younger cousins. And their question, do you have to pay for them? I was like, yeah, kind of did. But they're like, how do you have to pay for your own merch? I was like, because it costs money to make. So it was, it was just lovely the way they reacted to it. But yeah. And then as they said, but but what's, how's that going to help you? I was like, when you were in your jerseys down to training, all the, all your friends would be asking, what jersey is that? Or why you... How'd you get that jersey? You'd be like, oh, my cousin got it. She has her own podcast. And then I'm like, it's free promotion for my podcast. So you have to think at times. You have to think. So yeah, there are some of the opportunities I got this year. And then, as I said, Harder for Cancer. Great year. And um, obviously, the two Johnnies and like other people I look up to were there. And I got my, like, I have a horror with the Wexford Crest on. I got that side. Had it since the start of lockdown. And I was like, I was always putting, going to plan and putting open stick medals on it. But now that I think about it, I don't think I'll put my two medals that I have on it. I might just leave it the way it is and put it up somewhere in the room. Have to find somewhere for it. Um, but yeah, I just love the way that hurl is looking at the moment. Um, then another thing is, hang on. Oh yeah, great memories from there. Um, like obviously I was like, during August and it was just like a great day out. Like my mother and sister probably didn't want to be there. But for me, like that was like just like such a rememberable day. And I really want to go back this year. So I'm just hoping the devs don't fall on the same day. As I said earlier on in the podcast. Um, like leaving start results, Grant, I'll still go. Even if I got my leaving start results. But if it's day the devs, I'll, I'll actually cry. I'd actually cry if I had to miss it. But I really want to go again next year. But. Hopefully we can now. Um, but yeah, then the last thing of 2022, I am lost for words on how to describe my emotions for this. And I know once I've that the outro done for this podcast, I'm off and I'm going to go and cry and have my emotional night as I do every New Year's. Um, But but oh my God, everyone, thank you so much for your love and support. At the moment, there's 510 euro raised and there's still a bit more to be added on to that. Um. But yeah, the live stream went so well. So, so well. Even if there was like a bit of hate on it. But, well, a good bit of hate. But the positive people and the generosity of people has just blown me away. Like, I'm shocked. I am shocked. And I'd like to say thank you all to anyone who donated, shared, commented, liked the live. Like 200,000 likes on the live. And, and I also said tried to lie I was like you know what I said to people I was like we're going to beat the record this year last year we got 202,000 likes this year was 204,000 so we bet it by 2,000 so thank you to all who double tapped the screen I'm pretty sure you had sore thumbs afterwards but I'm sure you're all right now um but yeah thank you to the people that did join the live Keenan Mahoney uh Keen Costello and Sean Carl as I said all the support was is appreciated of and I can't wait to do the live stream again next year. So for the three day live stream, it's gonna be a tradition for the next good few years, I'd say. Uh so yeah, thank you all so much for the love and support. And yeah, that's my look back on twenty twenty two. And if you don't mind, I'm gonna end this podcast and probably get all emotional about it. But anyways, um thank you all for your love and support. If you want, you can follow me on social media, Shauna Dodd26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. So over the next couple of weeks, I'll be on my midterm break from school. 
So during that midterm break, during the week off school, I'll be hoping, well, recording multiple podcast episodes because in case you didn't hear me say it already on this podcast over the last, I don't know how many months, um, I will even start to do in like five months time. So I'm trying to get ahead with podcast episodes during that week and during Easter because obviously come the end of May, June, I'll have little to no time to myself, let alone let time and a good two, three hours to record a podcast. So what I'm going to be doing then over to like midterm and Easter is bulking up on the podcasts up to get it up to like the 25th of June. And then we then after that, it'll be back to nor- normality, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so I've decided for this week's podcast because most of the like podcasts I'll be doing over Easter will hopefully and like midterm obviously will be recording interviews so um I'm just going to talk about how I go about doing interviews for the podcast so if you're someone listening to this podcast and want to do an interview whether it be for a school project or a podcast in general this might be some useful information for you. So let's just get straight into it. And first thing is, you're going to have to get in contact with the person, whether it be through a message, email, phone call, anything you can do to get in contact with the person, just go for it. Um, a lot of time, what I'm going to do is just send a DM or send an email, but it depends on the person and depends on their following. Like if they have a work email or... In email in general, I'll try to go for that because if they have like 10, 20k followers, it may be hard for them to read the message straight away. And so by message them, by sending them an email, um, they're more likely to see it. That's what I think anyways. Um, so yeah, definitely I'll always try to get in contact with them first, whichever way you think will work best. Or you can always just go up both if you wish. Um, I always try to message once because I always feel bad if I spam people because I hate being spammed myself. So that's the way I look at it. But depends on what you want to get in contact with the person. Um, I also look like when I look up the person or look at my following on TikTok or Instagram, I see who's following me. And if I recognize them from being on my For You page, I'm like, oh my God, that person actually good content i go on to their tiktok or instagram try to find their other socials then i think would i be able to pull an interview with this person do, you, do i think they'd be good for a podcast and then i'll be like thinking about it then i'll go like you know what let's just go for it and then i'll get the person on and it's all well in the end um but it's always handy to go with mutual friends like not mutual friends like friends that you have through social media because you never know who like what they're like and you can get to know a bit about them and especially because if the person has like 10 20 30k they mightn't have been on a podcast or radio or anything as much before so always like getting people that have like less following is always a good thing as well because you're not only are they helping you but you're helping them so it's a win-win in the long term uh but yeah for the next couple of weeks though um coming up to the midterm I'll be like over the last couple of weeks even I've been creating a list and I keep I still do look for people that I'll be like hmm that person could come on the podcast will they come on the podcast and I'll try to get them on 
Um, I'm going to try to get a good few people on the podcast over many times. So creating a list is always handy because when it comes to me, uh, say this time next week, because, you know, before the mock start, I try to book all the interviews. So if I don't have a list, I'll be like, where do I start? Who do I inter- like interview? Who do I get into contact with? But, but by having a list, it makes things so much easier and I just spend like a good half an hour getting in contact with people so yeah let's just get just contacting people and that's kind of the first step and then you're going to move on to planning the interview once the person says yes I'll come on now sometimes the next two steps which is like planning the interview and setting the date this kind setting date either comes before or after planning the interview but we'll get on to setting a date in moment but Lately, even before I messaged the person, I try to have a bit of the interview ready. But before I even like think of questions, I set up, get a piece of paper, get a pen, pencils, all that kind of stuff. And I create a mind map and I put, like, say, different types of topics. So let's say, if, say if I was going to interview someone like myself with a podcast and all that kind of stuff. I'll interview them about podcasts, I'll interview them about TikTok, I interview them like maybe stuff they do outside of the podcast, TikTok, whatever they do, and then I interview them some random questions. They're, the random questions that I ask is generally always the backup, because sometimes, uh, well, once every so often I'll have a guest on and they'll be amazed and they're talking and talking and talking, I'm like, God, I'm actually running out of time here, because... If the podcast is over an hour, it can be really hard to edit. So I always like aim that most I ever do for a podcast interview was an hour and a half will be. Haven't reached that limit yet, but maybe someday there will be. Um, who knows? But um, I have the topics listed out. And then from those topics, I try to think of certain amount of questions for each one. Um, so that's always handy when you have the topics because then you can say like if say if the podcast let's say how did you start your podcast what made you start your podcast what do you like about podcasting what do you hate about podcasting all those kind of questions you can think of like many questions from that and even when they're talking about something they could say something and then you'd be like oh my god I should ask them a question then I always try to have a notebook beside me I'll be like right that's a good question I can ask them write that down and we'll ask it in a few moments time so that's generally how it goes but I do aim to have my interviews at least at the least 20 to 30 minutes because for my podcast I like to have it at the minimum of 35 to 40 minutes because I'm a person when I listen to podcasts I like a good half hour to like a good hour an hour and a half podcast because I like listening to podcasts when I'm studying, going for walks, cleaning my room. And having a good long podcast is so enjoyable for me. Like that's why I'm listening to more radio shows now. It's because they last for like a good two, three, four hours. And I really do enjoy radio, obviously. So yeah, I try, always try to aim for a good amount of time. Um... And then going back to the questions, I always aim to have at least 25 questions. So then it's like, 
at least a minute or more than a minute for a question. So then I know I'll definitely have 20 minutes of an interview. Depends how quick the person in obviously answers the question. Um, so sometimes it can be quite tricky. So I always try to have 25 questions, if not more. So sometimes there could be 25 questions. Sometimes there could be 35. Anywhere in between there is perfect. But when I used to start doing interviews at the very start, I used to think, 20, I was like, God, is 20 questions enough? Like, is 20 questions too much? I used to think 20 questions, I was like, oh my God, I feel like this podcast is going to last forever. But obviously it's not, uh, and it's not nearly enough questions at times. So more questions is always the better. Uh, sometimes if I'm doing an interview, like I know what the interview I did with Laura Fox, there's a good few questions I had to take out because on, on the spot because it was like coming up to fifty like half an hour, I was like, This podcast is going well and I just stuck with the radio and then I asked a couple of other questions I had and end up being fifteen minutes long, which I love. Uh so and then also if I ever decide to have Laura Fox on the podcast again in the future, I can ask the questions I didn't get to. So and Obviously, you say like a year or two time when Laura does something else, maybe, who knows. Uh, there's more stuff to do as well. So that's always a good thing to have going. Um, and also, if it comes to the point, I can all, as I said, I can make two podcasts out of it. If the podcast ends, if there's ever an interview that ends up being an hour and a half, that's like, you know, a good amount of time. I can always split it into two. Um, interviews like two different podcasts and it'll save me time as well or I can always invite the guest to come on again in like two or three years time from their original podcast date Um, but yeah and then also planning is the main thing for interviews I've said it many times on the podcast like behind the scenes there's like a good bit of planning that goes on like over the last next over the last couple of weeks and even the weeks ahead the main main thing I'll be doing, either in a free class or in the mornings when I school or anything like that, I'll be constantly planning, planning, planning because I want to get ahead of the podcast because, as I said, mocks, leave and start, that's important as well as the podcast. And my goal is to get a podcast out every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. So, and obviously I want to have more time on a Saturday to get the podcast put out there so there's a lot of planning going on behind the scenes at the moment but it doesn't take as long as it used to when it comes to preparing interviews because when I first started planning interviews like the most that probably took me to plan an interview was like maybe three hours I know people are like what the hell how is that possible but over time you just get used to it and I find my maps do help think of questions more um and that's why I always like try go days before the interview when planning some days it could be the morning of an interview and I have done that a couple of times um but yeah also when I'm I'm preparing podcast weeks and the bands are coming up to it it gets me excited for the interview and has me energetic and knows what I'm doing and it makes the interview so much more fun when it's all planned out and ready to go um but yeah, that's planning the interview. And then, as I said, you're going to have to set a date. Um, I always try and make time for the person I'm going to interview. I always try to get them to set the date because it's easier for them to set a date and I can 
work around my schedule because it's what I want to do and if I really want it I'll make time for it um but I always do say to the person I'm interviewing it'll have to be after like seven o'clock during the week and any time at the weekend because I'm able to work around it easier when I'm off school and at, at the weekends um so that's one thing so like the only time I've interviewed people like outside school would have been Sean Carroll, Martin Moon and Laura Fox. Sean Carroll was like the first day of fifth year. So like I'd lose the time that day. And then obviously Martin Moon was a Wednesday after school. So I was just lucky I didn't have much homework that day. Because let me tell you. I would not have been able to focus for too long after doing my homework on that Wednesday. Because I was so like amazed at myself that day. Because obviously I was like after doing something to make like... I don't know, 10, 12-year-old Sean would be, like, extremely happy. So, obviously, I had, I was really excited about that. And then Laura Fox interview, I had, like, I was straight in from human study and I was straight on to an interview. And it was all good because I worked around it. Um, But other times, it can get stressful. So, like, I always know days in advance when the interview is coming up and I'm praying and praying and praying that teachers are sound and they give little to no homework so it all worked out in the end and it was also a Thursday so like I have like careers on a Thursday and I also have like likes of other subjects that I don't get as much homework in so it's all good uh so Thursdays are grand and Wednesdays are grand but Fridays for homework I hate but anyways we'll move on um but yeah I'm always like as I say I always work around the interview midterm is like the best time like times off school is the best time because I have all day and I can either do it in the morning or in the evening and then once the interview is organized I can always like work around my friends because most people are only able to do it from between morning to afternoon or evening to like half eight nine o'clock and and also depends on on where they live I remember um, success I had in the first ever podcast interview I've done uh, was with success over in America. And I remember I had to get up at like half eight, nine o'clock to record that interview. I think it was either that time or stay up really late. I think it was stay up really late. It was one or the other. It was either stay up really late. I think it was stay up really late for success and get up really early for my cousin Josh over in Australia. This is the, t- the struggle with time zones, but... As I said, when I want something, I do it. So once it's in my head, it's done. So that's the one thing about me. And even like I remember during the October midterm would have been the year before last, so 21. I remember had I had a multi, like multiple of um, guests coming on the podcast and I was going so well. Like I was perfectly healthy, all that kind of stuff. And like two or three weeks before, like a week the weekend before I started interviewing, so the end of school, like the Friday, I got one hell of a head dose. And the first interview I was doing was Tuesday. I was like, of course I get sick now when I need to record interviews. Like, it's the most irritating thing ever. But it was all good in the end and was fine because obviously the person I'm interviewing does most of the talking. I just ask a question and then let them talk. So it was all good in the end, but I still plowed through it so there you go I just went off topic there as well that wasn't even in the notes I just came up with that on the spot but anyways um also 
if I was running out of time with my schoolwork, like the teachers in my school are the most soundest people people ever, and they all know I have a podcast and like, they do TikTok. Like lately in school, my career guidance teacher, she's she's amazing. I honestly love her. And um, I told I was telling her about the three day live stream I did, and she told a couple of my teachers, and every teacher that said it to me, they're like super proud, and they're like they're amazed with. It. And usually, like as I said last week, most people like your teachers in school when you say you want to be a radio presenter or be famous, they wouldn't really believe you. But when you're actually doing it in school and showing the evidence, they're like, oh my God, you're amazing. You're going to do so well. Like that's the way my teachers are. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to end up as fake confidence or if you're actually being genuine. So I don't know. Um, Who knows? But I do know my class teacher slash PE teacher he was also saying that I'll be, end up on two giants podcast soon. I'm like, I don't think that'll happen for a good while. But thanks for the confidence. But who knows? Who knows? At least teachers have great belief in me. So, um, yeah. And often as well, like some teachers, when I say it, some first couple of times when I said I had a podcast and TikTok and all, I said it didn't really believe me, and they're shocked because I'm the person in the class that I get into class, stay quiet and get it done. Because as I said before, school is not my favourite place to be at times. So just getting the stuff done just helps me get through it. And when I, cause, and I'm also the quiet student, that's what I'm trying to say here. And when I say I have a podcast and I'm talking and do live streams and TikTok, they're like, what? How is that possible? So that's why I get excited to go into, like as I said earlier on the podcast, that's why I'm excited to go back into my primary school with my podcast jersey on, show off my tattoo and just show how amazing I've come since I left there six years ago. So, you know, um, but yeah. And then the next step after that, once everything is set up, it's time for the interview and it's time to set up, which is probably the easiest part because it only takes like 20 minutes at most to set up because all I have to do is make sure my tripod is out, which is nearly out the whole time because I have it on my desk so I can put my phone, like have have it holding my phone while I'm studying and just playing music. Um, but yeah, the tripod is on hand. Then I move my extension lead over, uh, make sure it's on charge, have my notes and questions ready and then there's a way to go. It's kind of the same thing every week, week in, week out. Now, obviously, as I said, I'm in the the kitchen for this week's podcast and I don't mind it so at least I know I can actually travel with the podcast if I ever decide to um but yeah also maybe if I end up going on my six-year holiday maybe I could do like a live podcast from wherever I end up so that would actually be a good podcast um but anyways um but yeah um, then at the same time for these like 15 20 minutes when I'm setting up I'm keeping a very close eye on my phone like I'm practically stalking my phone make sure I'm looking at my emails my messages whichever I was contacting the person on sometimes it could be whatsapp um it just depends what it is and this is the moment like when once everything is set up and I'm just watching my phone waiting for the message to say the person's ready that's when the nerves hit me like a rocket like some interviews I'm fine with I just don't care like they don't make me nervous but if it's a bigger guest someone that I watch like on say Instagram TikTok or whatever like times Martin Moon and Laura Fox I will be honest like I was nervous but I was really excited for the podcast and I was nearly 
I was just up there. And it was the same the other day when it came to bringing beat and tip of pen. I was all confident beforehand. I was like, this is going to be handy. But as soon as I hit the ring button, the nerves got me. So, yeah, that's the setup of the interview. And once it's set up and once the, it's ready to record, that's what I'm trying to say here. It's time to record once the, you're, set, you're set up. Um, so usually I send the anchor link to the guests and the link and through that link the guest joins and usually the interview takes 20 to 50 minutes to record as I said I always aim for a good 20 to 30 minutes something that's going to be entertaining to the listeners and something that people will enjoy um, and then sometimes I ask questions that might come off the top of my head, as I said, I don't need to repeat that. Um, I'm jumping, I'm jumping back and forth through all my notes lately, so I apologize. But I think people are fine with it. Um, but yeah, and then once it's recorded, it's time to end. Say goodbye. That's the one thing I hate when it comes to the end of the interviews because I'm enjoying talking to that person so long. But if I keep talking, the time will run out and I won't be able to edit the podcast. So I'm like, I have to end it. But hopefully in future, like some of the guests have already had on they'll come on again um but yeah that was recording and then the last step you're going to end up doing then obviously after this step you're going to publish and all that kind of stuff but to get the interview fully complete you're going to have to edit the podcast and this can take two to three times the length of the interview to edit because Firstly, it depends on the Wi-Fi. If I, I said it before, it took me a good six hours to edit the podcast I did on my, with my cousin Josh because the morning I did it, it was wind and rain and it couldn't have been any harder. So trying to keep a good line on the phone was impossible because I was like, Josh, we're either recording this now or we're not. I'm skipping a week of the podcast because it was a Saturday morning and I had no time to, to even plan a second podcast I did not want to go there because like back then like last February I was took me ages to plan and prepare a podcast but now it only takes me like like a couple of like 20 minutes I say like five by 20 so like an hour you can say no yes no it takes an hour no 100 minutes so like you can say an hour and a half my brain's just not waiting today um but yeah it takes me not that long it only takes me half the amount of time to prepare a podcast now but anyways off topic but um i was not going to get ready for another podcast so i was like you know what josh we're recording this and i'll just if there's anything missing on the podcast when i'm editing i'll just add in voice over so that's what i did and it was perfectly fine and people enjoyed it and got to learn all things australia but maybe soon when the weather isn't as bad, I'll get Josh on the podcast again, maybe. So, Josh, if you're listening, you can come on the podcast again. I'm sure people love your Australian accent. So, um, yeah, the, that was the one that took me a very long time to record. That's like episode 36 or 37, somewhere in around the 30s. You'll see it there. It's called The Land Down Under. But, yeah, that was the podcast I did with Josh. But I always listen to it through twice at least sometimes it might be a third time but that's just to make sure it's perfect but the first time i listen to it i make the cuts where it's going to like make smaller segments of the interview and the second time i listen to i'm taking out those little cuts that i made the first time so that takes me the longest trying to cut it out 
And, but yeah, I will say editing is probably the hardest part of making a podcast. But um, I really do like preparing and recording. Uh, so that's what I really love. Um, but yeah, that's really it on how I go about doing an interview. Um, if there's anyone else listening to this podcast and if any tips and tricks for interviews, you can let me know, even though I don't think I need many because I'm kind of gotten used to it now. Um, you can let me know anyways, or if you just want to get in touch with the podcast anyways, you can let me know. Seanadoll26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. As I said, I'm going to talk all things pets in the last segment of this podcast. Now, I'm not on about the pet that your mom might call you like, oh, how are you now today, pet? No, nothing like that. I'm talking about animals. They, something like things, it's the one thing most people would have had as a child or everything we all wanted. So I'm just going to get straight into it. And I'm going to start by talking about the pets I did have. Um. Didn't have many pets now, but um, the ones I did have, they're quite memorable for me. So I'm going to first start off with the goldfish because these are probably one of the main memories that I have, which is firstly a goldfish. There's two, or the first gold, two goldfish that we had, um, I remember them quite well, silver and goldie. Goldie now, we got them in, no, first we start off where we got them. So we were at a field there I think it was Courtney or somewhere in Wexford anyways and I had won the first fish which was called Goldie uh I'd won it fair and square and my sister got let's say she wanted one for herself as well because once you know your younger siblings see what the other one gets they want one too so I don't know how much money my dad would have put onto it and same with my mother and it was me and my sister trying to get it. And guess who won the second fish? Me, but I was like, you know what, you can have it. And that was called silver because it had like a red and silver kind of colour to it. And we just called it silver. And and I remember a couple of... And now, I'm skipping forward here. But the day we got the two fish, it was quite warm. It was the warmest day of that year. I'm talking about going back 10 years ago now. And um, it was very warm. We were like struggling to keep them warm. We had them in the boot of the old Ford, Ford Cortina. And um, we are like, what? Like my father was like, my dad didn't know what to do. Because obviously we never won fish before. And I'm pretty sure he didn't want us to get fish that day. Because, you know, because we had not bought a fish. Like we had no food. We had no fish bowl. And all there in was these two like sandwich bags if you want to call it so my dad was like you know what we'll ring our uncle because our uncle knows a lot about fish and he was like you know they'll be fine in a bucket if you're very stuck but anyways we left court in a cuddy and mr price had just opened the monclody and we managed to get a fish bowl there and um, we then went to Super Value or somewhere else around monclody or in the Scotty or somewhere like that and we got the fish food and always grand, fish are grand. Uh, but that same week, we were heading to, I can't remember. It was a year anyways, we went to a couple of places. I think it was down around 
Clare we would have went to. It was the year we went for a wildlife park, I'd say. And we went to Clare and we went on the way home. We stopped in Limerick and there was this wishing chair. I think it was in some park or petting zoo or something like that. And it was the wishing chair anyways. And I was about seven or eight. I was very young. I remember wish sitting on the chair. I was like, oh, I wish for for silver and goldie to still be alive when we get home. And lo and behold, they were still alive after surviving in a little fishbowl all week. Now, unfortunately, goldie only lasted a couple of months. But silver. Now, we're still shocked to this day. It lasted for so long. And about two, three months after my dad passed away, silver passed away. So, obviously when that happened, I... I it was one day I wore makeup and ever since then I choose not to wear makeup because you never know what's gonna happen, that'll make me cry in a day and I'm traumatized from the way the makeup ran down my face. I cried and there was like make and I had like just concealer and a small bit of foundation and just my eyebrows and I was like I can't remember but uh, I was after crying and the like white concealer rolled down because my foundation at that time it wasn't too dark. Like it wasn't like darker than my skin but like it was that a small bit darker and when the concealer was on top of it you'd know and there was just these two white strokes going down my cheeks so I was like I'm washing this off and I was like yeah I did and then we got a little box and we buried the fish and we're trying to find a lunchbox for the fish it was more the most stressful thing because the fish the fish's tail was bigger than the body, I'd say. And we tried a little, like, um, those food dude lunch boxes. Wouldn't fit in that. Then we tried another, like, box that came in Chinese. Wouldn't fit that in that either. So my mum had got a box that was made for a mug. And we fit in that. And it was obviously loads of room. So it was like, well, at least you got a pretty box. <laughs> so, you know, we had to get the humour out of it. But, uh yeah, the fish lasted such a long time and it got like an emotional an emotional attachment to me and my sister, I'd say. Um but yeah, good memories. And it it was the fish in the like we had a few smaller fish in the fish tank and it was the fish that everyone pointed out because it was always there when people were calling for years upon years and even the time of my dad's wake was like, Oh look at the fish and they always pointed out silver. It was because the thing is like it was so big, it was bigger than all the rest, and I had like this big tail. It was a lovely tail on it. It was like, like the size of your hand. Like, when I spread out, and you, like when I spread like my fingers, it would be like from my thumb to like my index finger. Like you know, it was lovely. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately they died. But um, yeah, I remember when Goldie died as well as entire class, and I was like trying to make a coffin for that as well, and. I was trying to make it out of hand. I was literally using toilet roll. Toilet roll. So uh, at least I was creative and thoughtful for the little goldfish. But uh, yeah, great memories around it. And now I'm laughing and crying. Asshole with asshole. So, uh, you know, it's just how my younger brain worked. But uh, yeah, that was the goldfish. And then we had chickens. Now, we only had three different coloured chickens. And then I remember we had black ones. But I can't remember what they were called. But we had these red, like, well, they're called red chickens, but they're brown. It's their traditional chicken. If you look at Richie Kavanagh's chicken talk video, it's that colour chicken. Um, and I can't remember which one, which name was called exactly, but it was called Holly or Polly. 
I can't quite remember, as I said. Um, they all had the same name. They're all called Holly or Polly, whichever one it was. It was because they all looked the same and we couldn't identify each one from which. So, you know, uh, that was the joys of it. And um, yeah, they're all called Holly or Polly. It was one or the other. I can't remember. But uh, yeah. And then there was also the white chicken we had. And we called it Snowy. For obvious reasons, it was because it was white. And I remember we had uh, a white chicken. I had a bit of black around his neck or around his hair or something and me and my sister we called it chalk ice or black ice it was one or the other i think it was chalk ice so you know we were creative with names i guess calling it after things but i remember one time this was kind of funny we had leftover beetroot from a jar and we weren't going to eat the rest of it so whatever scraps we had ever had left over we gave to the chickens and I poured chewed into the chickens and I got it on the white chicken and I had like a pink head for like a like, number of weeks but the rain obviously washed off but it was kind of funny we had like a pink headed chicken for a while so it was kind of funny so I don't know if the chicken liked it but it was fine the chicken was fine because uh, I got food so probably that's why it was fine but uh, yeah it was grand and yeah, the chickens were very fond. They were f- very fond of getting out and running around the garden. And I remember it was half seven one morning. And my, like what my mum used to do, because she couldn't get so much mind us in the morning. So she used to drop us off to like a neighbour's house to drop us to school. And it was one morning, the chickens got out. The last, they were half seven. And you think these got these chickens got in handy? Oh no, they could not get in. And we spent a good 10 minutes trying to get him in. Me and my dad. My dad was in a rush for work. And my mum had to get to work. And I had to get my breakfast. So uh, that was quite stressful. But, you know, it was all for the love of chickens. Uh, but yeah, that was the chickens. And then we had two budgies. Uh, a green one and a blue one. Um, the green one was named for my sister. And if it wasn't obvious when we said the names of the bars, one was called Greenie and the other was called Abby. If you couldn't tell, the green one was called Greenie because, for obvious reasons, it was green. And my sister called it that. And this was, when we got the budgies, I was going through a phase of my se- of Seven Supergirls. I mentioned this phase a couple of weeks ago on the podcast now. And I called the budgie Abby. Because if you remember, if anyone remembers, Kaylin had a dog called Abby. And that's why I called it Abby. The, a budgie called Abby. I know. Um, but yeah, they're the pets we had. And again, the budgies are... I really like the budgies now. They were really nice. And I remember we used to bring them in for pet day in school. And it was pet day in sixth class. I think it was fifth or sixth. And it was a warm day. And my mum's like, don't leave them in the heat keep them in the shade or whatever and the birds are in and they're in direct sunlight and I got so mad I was like who put the birds there and I went in and I was like can we move the birds because they're not meant to be in the sunlight or in heat in general they're like yeah fine and I poured in water and everyone was so distracted by it. I was like oh my god you have like the birds they're so amazed by it because the colour of them I'd say but um then there was two other kids that had budgies as well like two budgies as well and they're put beside each other and they're talking they like made friends it was like so cute that's what we had in our heads but uh it was kind of cute if they didn't make friends which was so nice but yeah we got the budgies because my granddad had budgies and my mum and dad was like let's get budgies for them 
we, me and my sister never said we wanted budgies. We just said, well, we want a dog or something like that and they got us budgies. So that's probably why they got us budgies. And they were always, my, my granddad always had budgies as well. So, you know, um, that was um the pets I had. I didn't have many now. There was a good amount of chickens, but they're all either called Snowy or Polly or Holly. So <laughs> one... Two of those names. So two names between, I don't know how many chickens. I think at one stage you had like 11 or 12. We had a rooster as well at a couple of stages and we called him Jack. That was my father's idea. So, you know. Um, there was also a donkey that I thought, like there used to be horses in the field besides. And there was a donkey in it as well. I thought it was belonging to the horses men. But apparently after years of finding out, it was our donkey. And that was also called Jack. So... Which, whenever there was a male animal that my dad got the name, it was Jack. It was Jack. So, uh, yeah, good memories around the pets as well. I barely remember the donkey, though. I remember throwing bread into it, but that'd be about it. Um, but, yeah, that's the pets I had versus the pets that I... Wait, no, that's the pets I had. Now it's to the pets that I want. And two pets I'd like is a dog now i wouldn't be great around dogs because when i was like two two and a half like very young so i don't even remember this i only learned how learned that like years ago older because i asked him why am i like so i was petrified of dogs dogs and i never knew why and i was like oh yeah i brought you into the shop one day and i sat you up on the counter and there was this big dog behind the counter and jumped up on you and scared the life out of you so yeah, ever since then, I've been, like, kind of nervous around dogs. It has improved now, but um, going back when I was four or five, early age years, I say if I ask my friend now, my my good friend now, I say if I asked her, could you explain my fear of dogs? She's like, yeah, you, I had a dog and you're also scared of that dog and was small. I used to be scared of that. I used to be so nervous walking around it as well. Like, there used to always be an adult, like, Oh, I remember my friend had a birthday party one stage and I don't know who walked me down to the bouncy castle, but I had to be carried down to the bouncy castle because I was petrified of the dog. So um, that was interesting. But yeah, I never really liked dogs now, but I got used to them and I kind of would like a little dog that's calm, that doesn't jump up on you and will cuddle into you. I find that so like nice. So um. Yeah, I'd like a dog sometime. Um, nice fluffy dog that you can pet the whole time. And then another... Also, speaking of dogs, before I move on to the next pet that I'd like to have, um, my uncle's dog, my granddad's dog, whichever I want to say, um, it had pups a few... I think it was last year or the year before. I think it was the year before last, I think. No, it was last year because I remember talking about it on the podcast. And um, I was, and had like three pups. And I remember cause, like, sit, having to sit on my lap for ages and petting it. And then the odd time would like pee on you, but it would be fine. But it was so cute. Did, did it pee on me one time? I don't think it did. It nearly did though. I remember it peed on the, and one went for a poo on the floor. But at least it wasn't carpet, so it was fine. But uh, they're so adorable. But no. They're with new owners. But yeah, that was a dog. Dogs. I like a dog sometime. Uh, but I'll get one as a puppy and rear it. Because puppies are just so cute. I love puppies. But uh, yeah, that's dogs. And another thing a pet I like to have is a goldfish. 
I know I said I had goldfish as a child, but because I had goldfish for like a, like half my life, you can say, I I just grew to love them. I really would like a goldfish. So maybe when I have a house of my own, I'll probably get a little goldfish because I'll probably be living, if I don't have a relationship by then, I'll probably be living on my own for a couple of years. And a goldfish like might be something to keep me company when I'm like living in a house of my own. I could talk to the goldfish, you know. And goldfish isn't as messy as like a budgie, a budgie or any other animal. You just have to clean the water, which there's filter, and you only have to clean the front of the gold the fish tank, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's the pets that I'd like. And now for the pets that I would never ever let set foot in my house. First up is a cat. I just hate cats when they go beside you and like just bend their back like a flexible ruler. That freaks me out. Their fur goes everywhere. Now that happens with dogs. But whenever I go to a person's house and the cat rubs up against you when you're wearing a, like your brand new navy tracksuit bottoms, like brand new tracksuit bottoms, it's navy or black, a dark colour, and the cat is white or the cat has white hairs, it rubs up against you, against you and you're covered in cat hair, hairs. I, I just hate that. I just hate animals. I remember, like, actually off topic, there was a dog that happened to this one time. I was in first year, the year that's probably most judgmental in secondary school. I had a childminder and she had a dog and she let a dog, like, roll around the car, whichever. The, there's dog hairs on the front seat, the back seat, and the dog was meant to stay in the boot, but the dog never stayed in the boot, it was able to hop over the seat. So it was always all over the car and there's dog hair all over the car so I used to walk in with dog hair on my uniform for the first few weeks of, of secondary school like no I would never go back to first year uh I'll probably never repeat secondary school either um but yeah I would never why did that have to happen so you know we'll move on but yeah cat hairs cats they just don't like me and then they the way they hiss at you in their their claws I just don't like cats you know, they creep me out. Like, I was walking to the shop earlier on today to get a drink. Because I was like, kind of thirsty and we'd, like, no, like, Luke's Aid or Coke in the house. So I just got a club orange in the shop. And uh, I saw there's this white cat that walks around. I saw, I was like, you stay over there at that side of the road. And I stay at this side. And we'll be friends. We'll be fine. But luckily it did. And it just stared at me the whole time. I was like, you're creeping me out a bit. But, uh, yeah, I don't like cats. Um, the second thing is a rat. They, they just creep me out. Their, their long tail is just disgusting. Just don't like rats. No, I would not do a rat or a mouse or anything like that. Not my thing. Or a hamster. They're just no. I like budgies because they're nice. They you can stay in their cage and they're kind of cute. But those rats, hamsters, mice. No, I would not do they. Mice and rats, they belong outside, okay? And um, even though, well, no, the other things I mentioned are fine, it's pets. But, anyways, um, the last thing is snakes and any other reptile because whenever you see their eyes, again, they're just creepy. Like, I hate snakes. And I remember we were in Secret Valley for like the biology ecology trip and we we're showing a snake, and the person beside me was holding a snake, and I literally hopped off the bench I was like get that thing away from me because your one was walking around with a snake and it came to my face and went like 
Oh, wait, no, that was Dave Ch- Dave's jungle that came to school. I was like, get that thing away from me. I just don't like snakes or anything like slimy, smooth skin on them. I just, just don't like it. I just don't like it. Um, but yeah, I'll never have those things as a pet. And I can confirm that on this podcast. So uh, yeah, there. that's all things pets, I guess. So uh yeah, if you have anything about pets, any pet stories, you can let me know on social media, seanadal26, on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. I'm also on Facebook at Sunday Funday. And if you want, you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. We are now at the end of episode 100 of 7 of Sunday Funday. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to, to subscribe, review, share, follow, all that stuff to the podcast. Um, So keeping up to date, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, if you want, as I said, keep up to date with content on social media. Seanadal26 on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. Facebook is at Sunday Funday. And you can email the podcast at sundayfundaypodcast at yahoo.com. Now I'm off. I'll be back next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. I'm off to enjoy my weekend. So thank you all so much for listening.